This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. episode 310 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... You know, there's going to be sex, drugs, rock and roll, chips, dips, chains, whips. You know, your basic high school orgy type thing. I mean, uh, I'm not talking candle wax on the nipples or witchcraft or anything like that. No, 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 no. Just a couple hundred kids running around in their underwear acting like complete animals. Nice. How are you, sir? Hmm? How are you, sir? <laughs> Emotionally destroyed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's how I am. You, you're you're in you you now just for those who know. Ian has seen Endgame. Oh yeah. I don't get to see it until next week. Yeah. Yeah. So let let's not bury the lead. Let's just get right into it. What what are your thoughts on the conclusion of the Infinity Saga? <laughs> it was good. Uh, not just good, but it was filled with every type of emotion you could probably bring out. Yeah. Came out in this movie. It was just very well done. Yeah. Um, a lot of fanboy moments. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of tying things up, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Um, Fastest three hours I've ever been in my entire life. Right. Seriously. Right. Like, it flew by. Because at one point, I even took out my (laughs) phone. I was like, holy fuck, two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. Didn't even feel like two hours and 20 minutes. Right. Especially, you know, I'm trying to say things without spoiling it. Right. You know... You know, the first hour or so, it's like three acts, you know? Yeah. And so that first act was, I'm not complaining it was a little slow, but it needed to be slow. Yeah, you had to set up what's yeah. the world after the snap. Correct, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, it needed to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just wanted the fight to start, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but it was, uh, it was one of the best things I've ever seen on screen. Yeah. I can say that. There are so many moments where I was like, fuck yeah, that I couldn't even like. It was rough. Yeah. I'm just telling you. It was like, it's probably the most emotional I've ever been in a movie. Mm. Ever. In my life. Consistently all the way through the movie. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. There's just so many parts where like, oh. Yeah. You're doing this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and it was just, um, it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. I had, 
I don't think I had a single beef with anything that I just witnessed on on the screen. Okay. And usually I do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I just put all that shit aside. Mm-hmm. And just. I just let them tell the story versus me going, no, that ain't right. You know, you can't do that. Right. This never happened. You know, right. I put all that shit aside, blank slate, went into this movie, and I was just like, I was fucking amazed. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. I was still breaking down this morning. Yeah. It's that emotionally, I wouldn't say scarring. I guess scarring, but uh, that emotionally charged. Right. You know, yeah, because you're invested in these, in these characters, right? It, I mean, 20, 22 movies, ten years, yeah. There's an investment at this point, right? And especially with the top ones, yeah, because you know, like Iron Man started it, and everybody, you, you, it's the big four, yeah, with, with Iron Man, Cap, Hulk, Thor. I mean, that the original four Avengers, yeah, you know. In a and, lot of ways. And it was just... I don't know. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm like... Right. I saw it last night, uh, 10 o'clock showing. So we yeah. got it about... We got, you know, we got about 105, mm-hmm. something like that. We got out. And uh, I was absolutely speechless when yeah. I came out of it. Yeah, I was just like... And you just keep thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I just can't get it out of my head. I'll probably be yeah. thinking about it for a week. Yeah. I'm probably going to go see it again. Right. Um, but it was it was absolutely incredible. All the actors did... I mean, it was well done. There was a lot of <clears throat> comedic relief. Yeah. Which I think needed to be there. Right. Um, to balance out the sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, it's pretty fucking good. And it all pays off. Right. The last 45 minutes was just like, I can't even believe I'm seeing what I'm seeing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, wow. Yeah. I mean, we talk about, we just talked about this. We talked about moments in cinematic history last week. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Um... And we talked about, you know, certain things like the Guardians. And, you know, we talked about yeah. all these moments. The last 45 minutes is a moment. Yeah. Okay. It's not just like a five-minute moment. It's yeah. It's just like, holy fuck. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, it, was, it was unbelievable. There is one part in this film that I, I put the hands up, man. Yeah. I was just like... I yeah. could not believe it. And in the This is right before I was supposed to take a piss. Yeah. And uh yeah. And uh there's this one moment where I was just like this could be the best thing I've ever witnessed in my entire life. Yeah. On screen. Yeah. Like I was my hands were up. Yeah. And I was just like holy fuck. And I said it loud too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was just I could not believe what I was watching. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. And the the acting behind it, mm. you know, supported that. It right. was just, it was just really good. Yeah. I mean, like, just so well done. Yeah. So. 
I mean, I, I don't see how any critic can say it's bad. I mean, of course there's plot holes. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But when you take on us a little bit of plot holes, but when you take on us movie of this magnitude, um, I don't see how you can be wrong. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like right. it was just, it was that good. So I, 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 it was fucking incredible. Yeah. So here, here are my two my two questions that are oh spoiler free. Okay. Question number one: Does it set up? For the next wave, the next phase, sort of. Okay, um, it's not prominent. I did. I didn't feel like that it was I, prominent. I, I know there's no. I know there's no. Um, you know, mid credit scene or anything like that. You know, so there, there was no big reveal of who the next villain's going to be. No. Um, but I'm just curious. Like, is it like? When we get around to the, that next Avengers movie, if there is a next Avengers movie, yeah. um, you know, is it set up in a way that you could see this is who's defending the Earth? Not really. Okay. Um, no. I, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, there is a post-credits Sound? Well, the, yeah, I, I heard that there is that, but, you know, that's really not worth staying for, I heard. No. but the other It's th- not, but it, it's also a clue that you could take that how you want. Right. Uh, they put it there for a reason. Do you know what it is? I, I heard it's a sound of, like, a hammer hitting iron, which I many assumed is just a, uh, an homage to the fact that that's the first Iron the f- Iron Man movie was the first correct and this is the bookend to what began 10 years ago the bookend and I took it as a book beginning right do you understand what I mean yeah. like we're starting over again yeah do you know what I mean yeah. and, and that's how, what I got from that right um But but, but the the, the other thing I heard, and it's funny because you described this just last week, and when I heard, because the thing I looked to see was, is there some sort of mid-credit scene? Like, how long do I have to stay after the credits? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because at at three hours, you know, we joke, like, well, we did this with the Lord of the Rings, but the fact of the matter is I had a 26-year-old bladder now. I have a 46-year-old bladder now. There's a huge difference, you know? Um, So at three hours, I'm going to be ready to get up and go. Yeah. You know, no matter how, how I, you know, I, my, my philosophy is I'm not drinking any liquids two hours before the movie. I will be pissing, you know, or attempting to piss five minutes before the movie starts. You know, like I have a plan in place to, like, try to get through I would this. suggest going within the first hour. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on hopefully not yeah. going at all. Like, yeah, you know, I did. I, I have a plan in place, but at the three-hour mark, I've got to get up and go. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I did hear, and... That at the end of the movie, you know, like they show pictures of all the actors with their signature, oh. a la Star Trek Six, with the Avengers theme playing, and <laughs> did you lose it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. It wasn't. I did. I'm ready to lose it right now because uh, when that came up, yeah. Not only 
I mean, this is sort of a spoiler, so turn out for two minutes while I talk about this. Okay. But not only did they do the signature, yeah, like it would say Captain America and, and yeah. signed, but the background was action shots from the movies. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, I know oh like my. action shots of the movies, just like pictures of the actors of some as the characters. Yeah. Lost it. Yeah. Lost Done. It. Yeah. It was like, yeah, <laughs> drive another steak. Yeah, it was because you're already an emotional mess at the end of it, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like, seriously, man, you had to throw that in. Yeah. Yeah, it was that good. Yeah. It was a it was a great send off. And there was, I guess, thinking back, there was a little bit of. Leading to the next phase. Yeah. I mean, a couple. There's a. There's only a couple moments where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like. Eh, yeah. I see where this could be going. You know. Yeah. Um. And the one, and the one part I was like, no, you can't. Yeah, that can't happen. Yeah. And then I was like. Just put it to bed, Ian. Just put it to bed. (laughs) (laughs) There is no reason not to trust Favreau, Russo's, and Feige. I mean, of course, the Russo's won't be back. I mean, they say they won't be back, but it depends on what storylines they come up with. Yeah, I mean, Um, I mean, they've always said they'll come back for Secret War. I know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure they will. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's the direction they're going. No, I don't, I don't think so either. But I, yeah. um, but I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know how they can go f- forward. I mean, I know I'm sure there's a plan in place, right? Um, but I I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, with the new acquirements and acquisitions. Yeah, I I don't know what direction they're gonna take. It seems like they're leaning toward a space direction, um, which is gonna bring in you know like the whole that whole space realm. Yeah, and I mean like it's I think it's interesting because like you know you, you still have Guardians three sure. lo- looming out there, which we know is going to involve um, Adam Savage, not Adam Savage. Adam Warlock. But I'm Warlock, yeah. What? Yeah. And the guy the guy from Mythbusters is going to be yeah. <laughs> he's taking on the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, no, Adam Warlock, yeah. Um So we know that's kind of pending out there. We know how powerful Adam Warlock is. Yeah. Um you know, I, I I'm just I, I am And intri- the Eternals. The Eternals, yeah. I mean that's you know, they they've announced that, so that's that's you know, sitting out there. So I, I am intrigued, like what direction this does go in, and you know, also, but like all we talk about the acquisitions, and you know, when you start getting into space, one of the first ones I think of is the Fantastic Four. Yeah, it has to be right. Yeah, um, and the scrolls, and yeah, but just like the the, the four, like at, at some point, Surfer Galactus. Yeah. At some point, like, they have to be done and done right. Yeah. You know, 
I I need the the the, the MCU needs Reed Richards. Yeah, uh, I agree. You know, I I completely agree. At some point, the Illuminati has to come together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it also need. I think it also needs um, Professor X. Yeah, and they're saying five years. Yeah, but I mean, he, and, and that's legitimate. Like you, need, I, I honestly think that's the right move. I think you have to put that to bed after the, the this Dark Phoenix debacle we're gonna have this year. Yeah, you need to put them to bed for a while. Let us kind of, in a way, forget about it. Mm-hmm. Get past Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Yeah, and re- reboot that and bring them in to the MCU. Proper, properly, yeah. you know. But I, I think it takes five. It's gonna take five years for that to kind of like reset in our brains. Yeah, because like the the whole thing with like Logan, I mean that's still fresh in everybody's mind. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Yeah, you know, like, he's like the guy like you say like how can, how can you recast that? Well, I mean you're gonna have to at some point, and then you're gonna have to take your time doing it. Yeah, you have to let that fade. Yeah. Um. The only thing that interests, intrigues me, though, is I mean, they're, they're saying it like out of everything that Fox brought, you know, the one thing that they're not kind of like doing anything with, that they're just going to kind of let it go on its own course is, is Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool's not part of the MCU. Deadpool's its own thing. Yeah. You know, so like I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to see what they do with that. Yeah. Whether they bring in an X-Force. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I'm not telling you what I don't like. I'm not trying to keep anything from you. Right? No, I'm. Not, you're trying to you, keep it spoiler <laughs> free. Yeah, I I just don't see. There's no definite direction on what's going to happen. Yeah. That that I took away from. Like it wasn't like at the end of Ultron where like, and here's the new team. Not really. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not really. Yeah, because there's that moment where you got Scarlet Witch and Vision and, you know, um, War Machine and, you know, all, all those guys. And, you know, Cap comes out with Black Widow and he's like, well, they're, they're not the 26th Yankees. But, you know, like there's that moment. But other than that. Right. I never saw anything very definitive. Okay. Um, a lot of guessing. Yeah. You know. The ending just has you so emotional that uh, you kind of don't care. Nah, at that point, yeah. Like I, I wasn't looking very hard. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's like they drop one bomb. Yeah. And then another bomb hits. Yeah. And then another bomb hits. Yeah. And then the signatures. Yeah. You know, and you're just yeah. like. I'm fucking... Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's it. I can't can't handle anymore. Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt when I came out of it. I was like, I can't I can't process anything else right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right, no, I get that. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the movie did take a twist, which I didn't see coming. Yeah. So, uh, there was a couple times... That, there was a couple times where I didn't see something coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, the guys that wrote the script, um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was incredible. I mean, it was, you just didn't see certain things coming, which right. was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it was just, it's just so emotional. Yeah. I, I just can't even. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think it was driv- driven me insane. Like, on Facebook, particularly on Facebook, because that's where, like, most people, like, I went to high school with or, or knew, like, childhood friends, shit like that. Mm. Like, Twitter's, like, most, like, podcast people I know, you know, but fa- Facebook is a little bit more, like, like people I grew up with and stuff. And so many people who, like, when I was in high school and shit, who were like, the fuck you reading comic books for? They're like, going to see Avengers today. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Right, right, right. You sons of bitches. Yeah. 30 years ago, this was my bread and butter. Yeah. Now, yeah. today, you're not. You're like, I'm going to see a fucking Avengers. You know, I can't wait to see it. Like, you sons of bitches. Yeah, I know. You know. I know. Believe me. I get it. I got stuffed in a motherfucking locker <laughs> for reading Web of Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, in study hall. You're, you're telling me you're going to see fucking Avengers? Kiss my ass, my friend. I was there from day one. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's funny how much knowledge you, not you, but you know, we have amassed over these years yeah. of these characters. And, and uh, Johnny come lately, he's coming around and you're all like, yo, I'm going to see it today. I'm like, I got to wait till fucking next week, you motherfuckers, yeah. because of you. And then the fanboy in you is like, that's just the tip of the iceberg with that history. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, we know more. Yeah. Um, I was having that conversation at work the other day. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We were talking about <clears throat> Sinister Six and got into some Scarlet Witch talk. And they're like, well, what? You know, they're asking me all kinds of questions. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, well, this is how, you know. Yeah. This is how they're supposed to play out, but I don't know the turn they're going to turn on it. And I don't know, you know. Right. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> it's just such a good movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as far as an end cap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and it. Yeah, I, I can't really say anything else. Yeah. But uh, it's. Like I said, it's a slow starter. But it, it, you're emotionally fucked right off the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. When it, when the opening sequence, before the Marvel theme even hits, you're fucked. Yeah. I can just say that. Well, there's, that, there's been that meme. It's like I mean, it's been going around for a year. Like, when you know you walk back into the theater for Endgame, and it's like, oh, where were we? Oh, yes, the pit of despair. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like... And it was. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, before the fucking Marvel thing even comes up, um, you know. Yeah. It's like, wow. You know, it kind of sets that tone. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. There's just tons of emotional moments. Just yeah. Tons of... Um, Reference to all 22 movies. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Um, there's just tons of uh, comedic relief appropriately timed mm-hmm. um, to try to keep it up. Um, yeah. And visually. Yeah. It's like you're looking 
at some point you're looking at the center of an annual. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And you're just like, wow. All right, so. Now you're an emotional mess right now. Oh, I'm I mean, just. And it is going to get worse. It is just unbelievable. Because tonight is the Battle of Winterfell. I know. It's a, it's like, a two-dunker. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting double dipped on you. I mean, yeah. You're, come Monday, you're going to be just a, a a ball of of goo, emotional mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just roll curl up into a ball. I didn't even want to wake up this shower. morning. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> and it's funny too because I I I um last night I was like oh, I want to watch something. I was like, Nah, I don't want to watch anything. Yeah, you know. And then I put on, uh, I was, I I quite enjoy Kevin Smith's, um, they're not necessarily reviews, but he breaks the movie down. Yeah, I, I do, I do too. Like, I, I enjoy I love, it. I love watching him do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I like it when he does a trailer too. Like, I mean, he, he, he talked about like watching like. I've seen him like break down like the Avengers trailers or Star Wars trailers. I mean, he, he's an emotional mess breaking yes. them down. So, like a movie like this, I can't even imagine. Like, I can't wait to see it so I can watch. Yeah. His. So I reaction. watched it last night. Yeah. I I had it on my phone. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you know, I watched the whole damn thing. It was like an hour. Yeah, he usually goes for like about an hour on the movie. Yeah. And uh, you know, he said, "Yeah, I was like, you know, I didn't take my wife. I didn't take." Uh, Muse, he's like, I didn't take anybody, but I took my kid because she was. I took her to go see Iron Man. Yeah, you know. So of course he started to break down there. Right. Yeah. And then like, I think he broke down like four or five times during the interview. Yeah. I mean, like. Yeah. You know. But. Uh, yeah. So that's what I watched. That's why I pretty much fell asleep too. Yeah. yeah it was just. And I could see where people need help after this movie. <laughs> and it's strange, you know, it's funny. I thought it was like, what a bunch of crap, you know, these people that need, you know, yeah. like emotional help and, you know. But I can understand. Like, uh, you get so emotionally connected to these people. Yeah. To these characters. That, yeah. Especially people that have been collected comics or even people that haven't collected comics that started watching Iron Man from day one right and found wow this is pretty cool and they developed into the series you know mm -hmm. and made them go back and maybe read comics and do right. some you know wiki you know yeah Iron Man's history or whatever so these people are very invested in these characters mm -hmm. and it just I don't know. It just brings out this, you know, these emotions for these, the whole cast, really. Yeah. You know, and what they have to go through. You know, cast as in characters. Right. Um, but I don't, I just, I don't know how to describe it. So I, I get the, I get where people would be like emotionally lost or emotionally revved up or, yeah. you know, it brings out, the movie just brings out so many emotions. I, I can see where people would have trouble, you know, trying to decipher their own emotions right. after watching it. Yeah. You know, so. And of course, Kevin Smith crying that much. 
Didn't help you. No, it didn't help. I'm like, you know. Yeah. And this was after one viewing. Yeah. And he pretty much covered everything. Yeah. I mean, he left a couple things out, which I thought he would hammer on. but Yeah. Not hammer, but like. Yeah. Talk about. Um, but yeah. So I've watched. I love watching him do his synopsis. Whatever you want to call yeah. it. I don't know. It's not really a review. Yeah. I, just, I find it very interesting. 2019 is a year of endings. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have Endgame now. In a few weeks, we're going to have the end of Game of Thrones. Then come December, the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of a weird thing to have happen in this year is like these three major. And I mean, not that any of this Thrones is coming to an end, but like there's going to be more Marvel movies. Yeah. Clearly. I mean, Spider Man Home or Away Far From Home is. In June or July or something like that. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's not clearly like Marvel's going to continue making movies. And, you know, I know Star Wars is taking a break, but then they're going to start making movies again. Um, but it's these sagas, if you will. You know, the Skywalker saga has been taking place over, you know, 40 some odd years. Yeah. You know, it, these three trilogies, you know, Marvel. 22 films in 10 years you know th- th- that's impressive and, and I mean you, get, you know, look at Thrones yeah and that's you know this is season 8 season 8 over 10 seasons over 10 years yeah you know that's these are things that have been with you for quite some time I know it's you know very sad yeah you know what I mean and this week I just watched the season finale of Star Trek Discovery well I'm up to I'm up to episode 7 on Discovery I, I started binge watching last night, and I'm I'm kind of, I'm glad I waited mm-hmm. because I'm glad I'm just like binge watching this because I at this point like I'm, I'm like fuck like the wait between a week between episodes would have just driven me insane with how some of these are. I know, you know. It, how have you enjoyed the season? Oh, it's been phenomenal. It's been very well done. Like I'm the last episode I, I left off with was the one where Michael. Got Spock, took him to Section Thirty One, and then pulled him out of there. Yeah, you know. So, what'd you think of Spock? Well, I mean, so far, I mean, he's a babbling mess. Yeah, you know. But I mean, just wait. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the character's gonna come around. I've I've seen. He's fantastic. Just out of curiosity, because I heard they show the bridge of the Enterprise. I watched, Mm -hmm. like CBS put something up where, and I was like really impressed with how like the. It was updated, but still looked like the Bridge of the Enterprise. Oh, yeah. Like from the TV show. Like, they did a really good job of making that work. They did. You know, like, it didn't look hokey. It looked, like, up to date, but it still had, like, a lot of the feel of the original Enterprise bridge, which is, like, what I kind of hated about, of all the things to hate, is, like, I hate the look of the bridge of the J.J. Abrams Enterprise. Mm Mm-hmm. Like it, like doesn't feel like the bridge of the Enterprise. Like, I can't figure out where shit's at. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, it's very odd to me. And like, but like that Enterprise felt right. Yeah, it did. It, it does. And there's a lot of familiar sounds. Yeah, there are. Like they've poked in sounds. Um, yeah. Of the doors opening and the, the beeping in the background. Yeah. It's all very familiar. Yeah. So, like when you step onto that ship, um. It's very familiar. Yeah. Like the viewer at Spock Station was there 
but it was also like very updated with like modern looking screens and technology but there was still some flat the flashing lights and stuff and like where the helmsman sits like they they had like that viewer there that that sulu used for some ungodly reason i don't know why but it was there and like you know so like and it still had like the orange panel to it and stuff like like it was like little touches that were like it made it familiar but they updated it to look like it went with the universe that discovery was in yeah and i liked that like it looked very good you might even sally up at the season finale i'm sure i will i was just like i was blown away yeah Blown the fuck away. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, like I know the next episode they're they're going to Talos Five, which is the the um the planet that the cage takes place on. Mm-hmm. Like, like wow. Okay. The shit. Like they're they're pulling some deep shit here. Mm-hmm. You know. And they um, are. Wait till you see it. Yeah. Like I was like, whoa. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it it it's it, it's a good show. I mean, yeah. Like, so anyway, I watched the season finale of that, and that was like uh, gut wrenching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm hoping I finish that off today. Like when I, when I go home, I'll just start binge watching. <laughs> the ending it just pays yeah. off in spades. Yeah. You're just like. Yeah. So I. To tell you the truth, I don't know what I, I don't know where they're going from here. I'm yeah. just gonna say that. I'm yeah. not gonna spoil anything. I just don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. Like it leaves the question of like I have no idea where this is gonna go. Right. I can just say that. Right. You know, and the and the other one you kinda had you had some direction. Um you know what I'm saying? Like well, I mean, like the first season left off, like you, you, it left off with like, well, the Enterprise is there. What, what's what's up with the Enterprise? Mm-hmm. You know, and you were thinking to yourself, well, this this can't be Kirk, so it's got to be Pike. You know, and you know, you, you see, you were kind of wondering, like, you know, okay, what's going? on? That's kind of how they left you. It was like this, like, well, you know, the Discovery's nose to nose with the Enterprise. What's going on? Yeah, you know, uh, so. I mean, you had a direction, but you still didn't know what direction it was going to go. Yeah, but this is... Even more open-ended. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's more obscure. <laughs> in, in a yeah. sense. I mean, you know it's going to continue, but... Yeah. But I, you have to... You got you to gotta love Pike. Yeah. Like, I mean... That, Talk that, about that, a fucking well, genius I, move. I mean, Anson Mount is a, is a good actor. Yeah. Like, if you watched... He was in this absolutely god-awful... Show the the um the Inhumans, mm. which was a, a Marvel show, mm. but it was fucking awful. Mm. The only good thing about that show was Anson Mount mm. playing you know you know uh, Dark Bolt, mm-hmm. and who he didn't have he couldn't speak you know because if he speaks it, it's you know he blows things up and shit with you know that's what his Inhuman ability is yeah. So he, but like, so without speaking, he created a very interesting character. Mm-hmm. It was the only good thing about the show. Yeah, you know, and so it was like one of those things when I heard he was playing Pike, I was very excited because I liked him as an actor, and I mean he delivers in space like to the point where like they're, they're, like they're petitioning CBS to like 
make an Enterprise show during that period with Ensign Mount as, as Pike. Oh, man. That I would mean, be amazing. Yeah, but he's a good Pike. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. wow. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's a, you know, just brought some... He, 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 created, he created a character that you knew very little about. Like, you, you saw him in one episode of, of the original Star Trek series. And I mean, that, yeah, that was supposed to be the original captain. And they did it in a way, like, they, they made that character, like, so well-rounded and so interesting. And, like, like even in, like, the last episode, like, they talk about, like, the Enterprise wasn't pulled back for the war. It was left out on its five-year mission. Yeah. And, like, him trying to prove that he should have been a part of the war, like, with the thing, the moves that he makes, like, like Tyler's like, look, look. Don't go risking our lives because you think you need to be a war hero now. Right. You know, it was very interesting. And, like, at the end of it, he's like, you're right. I am trying to prove something. I, They should have brought me back for the war. Yeah. You know, I should have been here. No, they left me out there in the far reaches of space. Yeah. You know, which is very interesting to me. Yeah. You know. So, like, I, I, oh. like, I like stuff like that. The ending just pays off on anything you've ever seen on screen from Star Trek. Yeah. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. I'm it, sure. It's like, like, there was a couple points where I was like, fuck yeah. I mean, like, I was like screaming yeah. at the TV. Was, I mean, it brings out that much. I mean, it's, right. it's the last, you know, the last two, um, what am I trying to say? The last two, uh, episodes, episodes are, it's a, you know, yeah, double part double. one, part two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't believe what I was witnessing on right. screen. Yeah. On my TV. I was like, this should be in a movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they've done a very good job. Like, the, the Saru episode was phenomenal. Oh, with his sister? Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. That right? was fantastic. I mean, it, it's good storytelling. You know, it, 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 it's... And, I mean, like, the whole thing with the Red Angel. Mm-hmm. Like, being... like So now, like, it's like... The Red Angel's become, like, this religious figure on, like... A couple of different planets, <laughs> you know. But it's that overall arc, right? So right. they're telling this overall arc and these really intricate stories between this overall arc. Right, that it carries it. Yeah, it's good writing. It is. It's very good writing. Like, like sometimes I get pissed off at because like you could tell like who Alex Kurtman's the the showrunner now, and he's trying to like at some points kind of poo-poo what they did in the first season because it was, like, so different from, like, regular Star Trek mm-hmm. type stuff. And, like, you could see him trying really hard to, like, kind of shit on it in a way without shitting on it because people liked that first season so much. Yeah. And, like, I feel like... Like, sometimes I'm just like, you know, just shut up and do your job. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then... It, it, it comes around it like it's a, it's still doing like a really good job of telling a great story and the characters are interesting and I like how they've gotten a little bit deeper with the bridge crew a little bit where like you know that first season they were just like extras you know it was Michael Saru and 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 Lorca yeah yeah that was all you needed to know yeah, <laughs> yeah. everybody else was just like there for props yeah <laughs> you know but this year you've gotten to know the, the bridge crew a little bit more yeah uh, I like it a lot. I watched all the sub episodes too. Yeah, <laughs> there's like sub yeah. episodes you can watch too, like 15 minute episodes. Yeah. What actually plays into importance? Yeah. <laughs> in the final episode. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it's kind of a neat thing that they did with that. Yeah. You know, 
Um, it's like they almost had like it's like they had an episode, but they didn't have a complete episode, so they just kind of made these shorts. Yeah, you know. Um, and it was also meant to, like from what I understand, like to tease you to like okay, don't forget about Discovery. We're we're coming back soon. Here's, yeah, yeah. Here's a short. Yeah. You know, look here's Tilly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, that, that it blew my mind. Yeah. The the last episode just absolutely blew my fucking mind. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been phenomenal so far. I'm, I'm seven episodes in. How many are there? I think it, I have to look and see. Hmm. I can't remember either. I, I want to say it's like... 14? 14, yeah. I think I'm like halfway through the season. Mm. Yeah, that Saru episode was really good. Yeah. But, yeah, so I had to deal with that too this, this past week. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, and you, like the Battle of Winterfell. Yeah, 14 episodes, yeah. Yeah. It was good, man. Yeah. I'm not shitting you. Yes, yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to finishing it. It was off. killing me watching it from week to week. Yeah. It did. Yeah. I was just like, oh my God. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I was disappointed in myself. But like, cause it was like, it was Thursdays, it was 8.30. Like, I, I, would, I was at work at that time. And when I get home, like I'd forget to watch it, and you know, because right. like unlike you, like I, you know, I'm not on like that's on my Amazon stick, uh-huh. and you know, like I'm not always on my Amazon stick for anything other than watching Discovery. So like it, it was like a whole hullabaloo. Like, but like yesterday, I was like, well, I don't get to see Avengers. You know, I need you know. And I also started watching an Ultraman anime on Netflix. I was like, no, 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 no. You need to put that away for a second. You need to watch Discovery. <laughs> oh, I, I did uh, binge watch something else. Black Summer. Okay. I finished that. What's that on? Um, Netflix. Netflix, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Black Summer is a um, zombie film. Mm-hmm. Zombie series. Yeah. Um, it's what Fear the Walking Dead should have been. Okay. I'm going to put it that way. Okay. Um, Hawthorne. It's like the beginning of the apocalypse. Yeah. The zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Um, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. And it starts off with air raid sirens. Yeah. I mean, like, seriously. Yeah. Um, and you're just kind of thrown into You're kind of thrown into it. Right. Like in the mid- midst of something. Yeah. And, uh... It is really, really good. Okay, I'll look this uh, up. The way it's done, uh, the way that um, it gets into these characters, like it, it'll it'll flash into something and it'll, and it'll come up like Barbara, it, mm-hmm. just all in black. It'll say Barbara, yeah. and it's like her story, right? Yeah, it's it's really good. Okay, yeah. Um, I was pretty impressed with it. Um, the zombies are not the Walking Dead zombies. They're yeah. more like 28 days. Okay. Uh, so, so the runners. The runners. Yeah. Um, which I liked. Right. Um, not just runners, but like it's yeah. almost like a um, not contag- Like it's almost like a uh, infection contagion type of thing. Right. Um, similar to. Similar to the beginning of Dawn of the Dead, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
The newer one. Right. Yeah, you know, the little girl jumps up and, and just yeah. starts running. By yeah. the end of the movie, they were all walking around like, it was yeah. weird. It was a, it was a strange movie. <laughs> I liked it, but it yeah. was kind of different. Um, but these guys run like, yeah. Yeah. Like 28 days. Yeah. So it gives you that, um, it gives you that sense of urgency. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, you know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it was good. I have to look that up. It was really, it's only eight episodes, I think. I think yeah. it's eight. Uh, it's completely worth it. Yeah. Um, hopefully they'll do another season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good mix of cast. Yeah. So, yeah, loved it. Yeah, really good. And these motherfuckers don't die. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. not the old Walking Dead knife through the head. Yeah. Like, they haven't figured it out yet. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, it's easier to try to get a control of a zombie that's walking slow mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah it's another thing when you're trying to figure out how to kill a fucker that won't stop moving right you know like yeah has very you know very rough go yeah so it's good I highly suggest it I didn't know what I was getting into when I started it I was right like, this is pretty good so so let me ask you Ian hmm. have you ever wanted to go to Coachella no. No, okay. Neither have I. I have no idea. I, I, for years, I didn't even know what Coachella was. But, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, apparently this is a hotbed of music and entertainment for, you know, where people go to be seen and apparently fuck a lot. Yeah. Okay. So much so that according to Herp Alert, mm-hmm. <laughs> a service for diagnosing and, treat- and treatment for herpes said that the first two days of the Coachella Music Festival, which are over two weekends in India, California, it treated 250 cases of oral and general herpes per day in the surrounding area. It's nuts, huh? The fuck, people? Yeah. We typically see 12 cases or so a day in the Southern California area, said Alexandria Harbushka, a herp alert representative, between April 12th and April and 25th, 1,105 total herpes cases were reported in Indio, Palm, Palm Desert, and Coachella Valley, as well as the surrounding counties of Los Angeles, Orange, and San Diego. <laughs> Look, I get it. Birth control, like everybody's on it. It's, you know... If you're getting the generic, it's free, you know, so damn near every girl is on birth control nowadays, but, so you think, I'm just going to go raw dog. That's the cool thing to do. I ain't got nothing to worry about. AIDS. Yeah. STDs are still a thing, my friend. Yeah. Let me tell you, fellas, protect yourself and your partner. Yeah. Wrap your willy. Yeah. Because clearly... Clearly, this is not going away anytime soon. No. Yeah. And you're just perpetuating it. Yeah. Harbushka said Coachella, or any festival for that matter, 
offers the perfect situation for herpes transmission and outbreaks, since it can flare up when people feel tired or stressed or having long periods of sun exposure. All things festival goers likely experienced. <laughs> herpes can trans be transmitted generally or orally through contact with skin or saliva. So in a place where people are sharing drinks, cigarettes, or lipstick, or having casual sex, it has plenty of chances to spread. Oh, yeah. So in other words, fellas, the old saying, a cold stir on the lip equals a herpy on the dick, yeah. still applies. <laughs> Nasty. Like, what the fuck is going on at Coachella? Right. Like, really? I know, I hear. Like, it's... Cr like, this is like the crazy... Like, I don't know if it's just because I grew up in, the, like, the 80s and 90s where it was like, you know, you just said, okay, I need a condom because, you know, right. I don't know you, you don't know me, and more importantly, I don't want to get you pregnant. <laughs> you know? Right. You know, I, I took that responsibility very seriously back then. You know, I don't know if these fellas today are like, fuck condoms. You know, I guess so because, like, you know, 1,100 cases of herpes outbreak within that area. That's just nutty. Yeah, that is nuts. That's crazy, dude. Young people today are just, first <laughs> off, I mean, they're fucking like rabbits and they're going in raw dog. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like outbreak, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But you could be sharing a drink and you're getting it. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, that's the other side of it. I'm not saying this is this is all sexually transmitted, but I mean, clearly, I would say I would I would probably bet the bulk of it is. Yeah. You know, because it's an overnight festival, people camp out at this thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm sure after the concert's over, somebody's all hopped up on ecstasy and God knows what else. You know, they find a willing partner and they're just plowing away. Well, yeah, you know that's what they did at Woodstock, and we all saw the results of that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> unfortunately, they weren't tracking herpes back then like they do today. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm sure that number would have been very, very high. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it just amazes me. I mean, I get it, like you know, there are other like who who the fuck shares lipstick. I don't know. Girls share lipstick, I Do guess. they? Like, that just seems, like, gross to me. Huh? That just seems like that would be gross to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I even have a problem, like, drinking from somebody else's drink. Yeah. Like, if somebody hands me, like, hey, try this, I'm like, oh, man, I don't know you that well. <laughs> you know? Right. If Tracy, my sister, hands me a drink and says, you should try this, I I'm, like, thinking, you know, I really don't know you that well. <laughs> you know? Right. We're brother and sister, but, I mean, you know. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if Nancy hands me a drink, I'm not even like, hmm, let me think about this. Yeah, you were sick last week. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm a germaphobe, but that's like one of my lines. Like, I'm like, you know, I'm not big on sharing drinks with anybody. Yeah, I'm not either. You know, here, you thirsty, you have something from <laughs> your water bottle. You know, something I could pour this into? <laughs> When's the last time you washed that? Yeah. yeah. Like, really washed it. Yeah. Uh, so, like, yeah, I'm, I'm... 
like the, the, the things they're saying it could could have triggered this other than sexual activity, which I still think is probably the number one reason, it is still like has me kind of like, you know sharing cigarettes. Yeah. Like, man, like I pot too. Yeah, I, I guess there, there you go. Like a pot would be like you know a puff puff pass situation. Or, yeah, yeah, or a bowl or yeah, whatever they do. Yeah, vape. Yeah, you're right there. Yeah, but even that, like, I mean, when I was like young, I was like, you know, man, how many other people have smoked this? I know. <laughs> I went to a Metallica show once, <laughs> and uh, I sat third row for that fucker. Yeah, and I'm like. I don't know, and, and like you know, we're sitting in. We were about right in the middle. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the you know, the joint comes down. They yeah. pass it from the beginning of the line. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> it looks, looks I'm all good. Soggy looking and shit. It, and it was it was disgusting. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know. Oh yeah. Ten mouths. Yeah. I'm like no. No. Yeah. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. That's before you knew now what you, you know, if you would have known now what you know now, you probably wouldn't have, like, you'd probably be like, no, you, you just pass it to them. I don't want to even touch that shit. Yeah. It's <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. Uh, but, um, anyway. Yeah. Yes, I mean, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Shocker of shockers. Yeah. Herpes rages on a Coachella. Rages. And when we say rage, we mean rage. Speaking of rage, I'm sure you were aware that this week was the NFL draft. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you know where it was held? No. It was held in Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. Okay. Now, this is not something that the NFL does on a whim. Okay. They announced last May that they were holding the NFL draft in Nashville, Tennessee, and the weekend that it was being held on. Okay. So you've known for about a year when this was taking place. Okay. Okay. Now, and next year, around the same time, I don't know the exact dates, but the NFL draft is being held in Las Vegas for those who want to make their plans early. Yeah. What I did not know is apparently Nashville, Tennessee is a destination for partygoers. Uh, yeah. yeah, including bachelorette parties. Interesting. Yeah, like uh, uh, apparently that like Nashville has found a way to like brand itself as like a a a, a destination for for like parties like this. Apparently, like Broadway, there where like the NFL draft was held. I mean, it's it's like a much nicer version of the South Side. Okay. Okay. Like with it's just nothing but bars and and bands and you know all, all that type of horse shit. Mm-hmm. So many young ladies were very upset to find out that they were having a hard time getting into these bars because of the NFL draft. Okay, which took place right on this main thoroughfare, and um, So let me just read this article from from Yahoo Sports. Nashville, the Las Vegas of the South, is the new mecca for bachelorette parties. It is also 
The one weekend only, a temporary mecca for NFL and college football fans from around the country during the 2019 NFL draft. Okay. You can imagine that one of these groups was none too happy when they found out about the other. That was breaking news only days ago to the brides and one particular bridal party was vowing retribution before the real vows. The most prominent people in the entire charade charade, were Cindy and Kara, two women who wanted to have a Nash bash, quote unquote. But then the big old NFL swept in in last minute, they seemed to think, and stole their ability to have fun. Jesus. Kara is the bride-to-be and recognizes the influx of fans excited or angry at their teams will impact her special weekend. It just changes, like, the crowd, like, what we're here for. Like, I don't want to hang out with a bunch of football guys, she told Fox 17 in Nashville. Nope, I'm good. I already have to watch football on Sundays. I don't need to see any more of that. Her bridesmaid, Cindy, is furious. The Las Vegas journalist said she just found out and her husband may feel the repercussions. The person who's going to pay for this is my husband when I refuse to watch football the entire season. I'm talking no Super Bowl. Nope. Because you get married once. How often does a draft happen? Every year. She then she then took it hundreds of steps further with a cringeworthy comparison. This is my fire festival. Oh my god. Yeah. You're clearly staying in a hotel with more food options than a lowly cheese on bread. You're fine. The NFL announced Nashville as the site of the NFL draft May of last year. The city was the finalist for, month, for months leading up to the decision, so those playing the parties should have known there was a chance. Yeah. And where are those husbands and significant others who were apparently sports fans? No one gave them a friendly heads up. They were en route to the NFL Soiree 300 strong. <laughs> so, like, it, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, it, it's hard to feel sorry for people like this. Right. Like, this wasn't something that, that took place at the last minute. This was clearly something that had been planned months and months and months in advance. Sure. You know, and it was you that failed to do any research to see if there was anything going on. Right. You know, I can also tell you that, like, you know, just based on what I saw from a couple years ago, if there's a hockey game going on, that that's, that's a very prominent place for people. I guess the... the the arena's near there, too, so, like, people go to the game so before and after the game or even during the game. I think they even put up a big screen on Broadway. It becomes pretty crowded with, with hockey fans. Yeah. You know, so, you know, an April-May shindig like this is probably a bad idea, <laughs> you know, to begin with. But to, for you to plan it for the same weekend as the NFL draft, I'm sorry, I don't feel sorry for you at all. Yeah, you got to plan better. Yeah, I mean, you know, your your. I'm sorry, your Nash bash was ruined. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is a Nash bash? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. 
Like, I was shocked. This is how out of touch I am. Like, and apparently you are too. Like, I was surprised to hear that this is like a destination people want to go to. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Like, I mean, I know like Nashville's like you know prominent with country music, but like I don't think like when I think of Nashville nowadays, I, 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 I like I don't think that like major recording stars are still going there to record. I assume they're still doing it in L.A. now. Right. You know, it's not like the old days where like you know. Elvis was recording at Sun Studios in Nashville. Right. You know, all that shit's going out of there, I'm sure. I, I, you know. I don't know. I find... Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it used to be, you know, the bachelor, bachelorette party was one night. Now it sounds like they're making the whole weekend of it. Well, okay. I, I know last year, Nancy's nephew, Stephen, when he got married, uh-huh. he held his bachelor party in Mexico. Damn. Yeah, like him and his boys, um, you know, I, I his dad went with them too. Like they, they went down to, I think they went down to Cabo. Oh, really? Yeah, stayed in an all inclusive in Cabo. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, like, I, I yeah, I mean, it's the, the like to me like a bachelor or bachelorette party is like, you know, like the week before the wedding, you take the bachelor out, you go to a strip club, <laughs> yeah. you know, you get drunk. And, you know, and that's that, you know. Yeah. You, you buy them a lap dance, may, maybe a little champagne room action. Other than that, I mean, that's that's all there is to it. Like, right, right. now it's become like this, you know, we have to go somewhere amazing and, and spend like a, a four or five day, few thousand dollars. And I'm like, who the fuck has the money or time for this? Yeah. No, I hear like holy fuck! Like when they, like when Steven said, like they were going to Mexico. I'm like, good God, man! For what? Yeah. You know, but that's what they did. Yeah. You know, I guess they went to go see a donkey show. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I didn't ask for details. Yeah. But I think it's the 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 bride went somewhere too. Like like she spent like like four or five days like in, you know. I don't know where she went. I didn't ask. I, mean, I think right, she went away for her and her gal pals all went somewhere for a Nash bash or whatever. I'm not, but like, it's still, like, it, it baffled my mind even more like that Nashville is like this destination of like where people go to party. Yeah, right. I would have never guessed that. No. Like, I, if I was to guess places people go, like New Orleans, Vegas, Atlanta, Miami. Yeah. yeah. Like those are the four. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I need to go. I want to have some fun. I want to get crazy. Those are the four places I'm thinking. Yeah. You know, it, Nashville never once enters no. my thought process. But apparently, you know, that's how far out of touch I am when it comes to like places I want to go and get fucked up. Right. You know, Nashville is apparently the top of the list now. <laughs> you know, it's made the radar. Yeah, it's made the radar somehow. I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Right. But I don't. I don't feel like, like this girl's like. This is my fire festival. Like, child, please. I watched that documentary. <laughs> you know, this, this is the furthest thing from a fire festival situation. Right. You know. You were not sold a bill of goods. <laughs> you know. All right. But but now I feel just as sorry for you as I did for those assholes. Right. You know, because right. you're. <laughs> uh. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I saw it's uh, Endgame has cleared the billion dollar mark globally. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you want to talk about making your money back in a hurry. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how much it costs to make it. I'm, I'm willing to bet at least $250 million. Yeah. And let's, let's see what IMDB has to say. They usually have those estimates. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. <laughs> okay, budget was an estimated $400 million. Yeah. So, and that's not including how much it costs to promote. So you could probably add another $100 million to that yeah. in, in promotional cost. So five hundred million to make. So you've 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 doubled your money essentially, with with your in billion days. dollar gross in three days. Yeah, in three days, three and a half. You know, two and a half. Yeah. Well, no. Like th- you had Thursday as the opening. Yeah. Like so, you had a couple of showings on Thursday. Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday. No, yeah. Damn. So. Nuts. That is nuts. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and that's just climbing, you know. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, I like to know how much it made domestically. Yeah. Because, like, the estimate was it would, like, hit, like, $260 million domestically. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see if it cleared maybe $300 million. You mean in, now? In, in, the, in the domestic market. Yeah. I thought I had that just up there. Right. Guess not. Oh, you do that. I'm going to dip my Tony old mailbag. Mailbag! Hello to my two favorite hosts who got the shame bell. Shame, ding, ding. Shame, ding, ding. Quite sure why I'm being shamed. Three hundred and thirty point five million through the, Sunday domestically. Yeah. Wow. So that's just crushing even the the estimates of domestically what what they thought they're gonna get. Yeah. Whoa! Who watched Game of Thrones last week? How about that asshole shot of Arya? Well, well, that's just nasty. So let's, let's talk about that for just a second, though. Um, so I'm, I'm sure you watched Thrones last week. Yeah. Okay. It was a good episode. I mean, it's like the first two episodes have been very slow, just based upon the fact that, you know, there's only six episodes this season, and the, both of these have just been basically conversations of people talking about how nice it is to see each other. Yeah. You know, but... We did have the the bombshell of the Arya sex scene. <laughs> yeah. How uncomfortable were you with that? I wasn't. You weren't. Mm. Okay. It, it it bothered me at first. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like it was like I, I don't know how to describe it, but but like it's only because you, you've seen her as a little girl. Yeah. Grow up. 
Mm. Like, I mean, you didn't see anything. It wasn't like, you know, you saw some of her butt and, you know, some side boob. But it was just still like a weird thing of like, I know she's a, I know the character's eight over the age of 18. I know she's like 22. Yeah. You know, but it was just that weird thing of, as an old guy, yeah. Like, okay, I, I I saw you when you were a child, and now this is very uncomfortable for me. Okay, you know what I mean? Like that that was the only thing. Like, like there, I know there's always been like that thing of like, especially with young girls like that, like older guys. Like, I can't wait till she's eighteen. Oh, I can't wait till she's eighteen. Yeah. You know, like for some reason, like Britney Spears went through that. Yeah. But like I was younger, so it was like I. Kind of get no, not I don't I don't know. Oh, oh, she's eighteen. Thank goodness, because look at that. You know, I mean that. Yeah. yeah. But like with her, with Aria, it was like kind of like that. Oh, I feel like a dirty old man. Okay. You know, like I shouldn't be seeing this. Right. You know, I, I knew you when you were twelve. Yeah, yeah. You know, now I'm very uncomfortable with what I'm seeing. Yeah. That was the whole thing. Like I got over it kind of quickly because like it. From a character standpoint, it was very interesting. Yeah, you know, and it, it it again shows like where she is as a as a person at this point. But like there there was just that weird moment for for me where I was just like, oh, I feel so dirty. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, right. I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I think I felt stranger with the response from what's her name on it. The girl that oh, plays yeah. Sansa. Yeah, yeah that that was weird. That was weird. Yeah. Pop, pop, pop in that pussy, but that's just the tea. I mean, like, what the fuck? What is this? Yeah, it's, it's apparently millennial talk. I don't get it. <laughs> I was more disturbed by that than I yeah. was the actual scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, moving on. Strange. Yeah. I just thought it was odd, but. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I didn't really have a problem with it. No, I, I didn't have a problem with it, but like it made, actually made sense in the show. Oh, it did. Yeah, like I, I mean, I, like I wasn't like how could how dare they write this in there? Like it was just like that moment of like of seeing that that actress naked. Yeah, yeah. that kind of was like kind of like ooh, okay, I'm okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like it was just weird. Like I, that's all. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I mean, even when she was on Doctor Who, like she's betrayed as a child. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, like it, that's just the whole thing. It was just like the whole thing was kind of like, oh, oh, okay, okay, I'm over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's all. I mean, it, that's all it was. It for wasn't. Me. I didn't even think it was that bad. No, it, it wasn't compared it, to what we've seen on Thrones. No, you're right. I mean, the it, mounting of Daenerys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. It, it wasn't that bad at all. I mean, it was, it, if anything, it was tastefully done. Yeah. You know, but it was just one of those things where, like, just for, like, that brief moment, I just I felt like a dirty old man because I was like, wow, I knew you when you were 12, and now here you are, you know, <laughs> hop, hop, hopping. Yeah. <laughs> you know. The, uh, yeah, I didn't really have much, there wasn't really much in that episode. I mean, there was and there wasn't. The nighting of Bran. Yeah. Tyrion getting to know... Bran Stark, which I would have loved to know what that conversation had to entail. Yeah. And I think they've kept that from us purposely. Right. Um, but that was very interesting. Yeah. Um, really? I mean, that was... 
Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was a good... Like, here's the thing with that episode. I thought it would have been a good episode if you had eight more to go. Yeah. You know, that, my only problem with the first two episodes, they're very well done, is just all they've done is set the table for episode three. Right, right. Which is like, I'm not saying you should have been jumping right into this, but I feel like more should have happened other than episode one kind of setting the pieces of where everybody is, and episode two being, let's all tell tall tales until we die. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> I mean, there's the great moment, like the, the laugh out loud moment, where, where where Tormund's telling that you know how he got his name. Yeah, yeah that was phenomenal. Yeah. You know, and like I, I I love Brienne's reactions to any time he speaks. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, she has like such a look of disgust on her face, and meanwhile he's just jacking it to like the thoughts of her naked. Right. You know? I love how when he drank his wine too, he's just going down his beard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a pig. Yeah. And she's just, like, absolutely disgusted by him, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> it's tremendous, in my opinion. But, like, like, that was funny, but, like, still, it's, like, the episode felt, like, just, like, it would have been better if there was more coming. And there really isn't that much coming. So you've spent two episodes really just preparing us for this battle of Winterfell. Yeah. You know, and I, like my fear becomes like, okay, after the Battle of Winterfell, when we turn our attention south, yeah, there's going to be two episodes of just setting the stage for the finale for Westeros. Yeah, I, I, it, yeah, it's like a weird. It's very, I mean, it, it's very well done. I, I'm not complaining about the 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 story itself. It's just like the pacing at this point is like, I feel there should be more of a sense of urgency, and there hasn't been. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I think they could have gotten everybody together quicker. Yeah. And what's his name is back to? Yeah. Can't remember his name. Ramsey's slave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And the Greyjoy. Yeah, yeah. Greyjoy. And then the, then the crypt, the uh, crypt uh, scene was important. Yeah. But it's, it's weird, like, how they're kind of like. Are they setting Danny up to be the villain? Yeah, I, we don't know. Yeah, it's very weird because like, like her first thought wasn't, I've been fucking my nephew. Her first thought was, that means you're next for the throne. Yeah, she didn't care about the yeah. nephew part. Yeah. Like, the thing that I've been waiting but for. But would it whole, though? I mean, like. I mean, the thing was, like the thing that people took away from was, like her thought, first thought was, the thing I've been trying to get to all of my life, you are about to take away from me if you want to. Yeah, yeah. By by law, you have more of a claim to this than I do. Yeah, I and know. and Snow's like, I don't give a fuck. I got more important things to worry about right now. Yeah, I just need to let you know. Yeah, he's like, I don't care. Yeah, he doesn't want it. He doesn't want anything. No, he didn't want to be king of the north. Yeah, he doesn't want the Iron Throne. He just wants to defeat the White Walkers and like you know retire to a farm like Thanos. <laughs> yeah, you know that's about it. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. Yeah. I agree. That's what he wants to do. And she, of course, she sees it as a threat. Exactly. Well, we'll see how much of a threat when those dragons turn to John. And I have a feeling that's going to happen. I'm, I'm very intrigued to see how this all winds up. Yeah. And I mean, I do have a feeling that the dragons will turn, not on Daenerys, but they're going to take their lead from John. 
Maybe. I do. I, I just have that belief. Yeah. But that's me. I mean, I... Fuck, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm just saying... Uh, they're kind of... They're not just... I wouldn't say they're setting it up, but... You know. He let John get on. Yeah. He was not... They didn't seem any kind of... Impose any kind of threat on John whatsoever. Yeah. During and, this whole thing. And they were very intrigued to watch him fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, they were like, you know, pulling up bags of popcorn. Like, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. We just... We'll just right here. Get any sheep. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think that, you know. No, no, please. Bang my mom. <laughs> yeah. But I think that they, <laughs> the dragons have to know that he's the, he's the, he's the line. I, and they have to know. Instinctually. Yeah. Well, they do. I mean, like, it, I think he's the only person who's ever touched them other than Tyrion. Tyrion. Well, he, and he didn't touch him. Yeah. He was just kind of like, you know, here, let me get you out of these chains. Yeah, but they didn't need him. No, they didn't need him. And they were locked in there for a long period of time. Yeah. So I don't know what Tyrion's, if he's the bastard child of a Targaryen. Yeah. I don't know. But it almost seems like it. Yeah. Because when Tyrion went the dragons out, they were like, mm, yeah, let's see. Nice, buddy. But like, I mean, he... In the real world, that'd have been like, mm, that's a good little snack we got there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially because I'm starving. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, he's brought me a sheep in a week. Yeah, teriyaki that shit. Yeah. We're going to dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, I mean, like, you know, so he, I mean, they've allowed him. He's the only one that I'm aware of that they've allowed to like, like even like last season, like you know, he was able to walk up and put his hand on the one, and like right then you were like, yep, yeah, I get, you know, he's a they uh, know, yeah, he's a Targaryen, and they know, they can smell the blood, yeah, yeah. So I have a feeling that yeah. those dragons are going to be under Jon's rule, which is going to piss her off even more because she is the quote the mother of dragons, right? yeah. Because they look to her as mother. Yeah. So, a mother that let their sibling get pierced by the Night King. <laughs> yeah. Oops. And that poses the question whether the Night King's Tigerian. Well. He's riding the fucker. Yeah. Even though he has turned. Yeah. Interesting. Indeed. Mm-hmm. And last question about Game of Thrones. Do you even think the Night King's going to beat it? Yeah. You think he's going to be in the episode? Yeah. I, I, I think... Oh, the only reason I say yeah is because they have to tie this up now. With... with okay. <clears throat> like, there aren't enough episodes left over mm. for it to be like, okay, we defeated the army of the dead, but the Night King is still out there. Right. You know, like, you have to tie that shit up now. Like, that... that, that Storyline has to come to an end now, so you can turn your focus to the south. All right. Okay. Because you got Cersei and the Golden Company down there waiting. You know, and that's just the fact. You know, it's. I don't see how you can let the Night Night King linger any longer. Yeah. You know. I'm just curious. Yeah. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. You don't think it'll split forces? No, I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, my my assumption is just like that of that storyline has to end. Like, you you can't drag it out for three more episodes. Yeah, you know, because you just don't have the time. Right. 
I think that's what's driving me less about it being only six episodes, even though the last three or four are an hour and a half each or whatever it is. Like it's yeah, this one tonight's an hour and twenty something. Yeah, like I mean, it's one. It's just it's one of those things where like, and again, it goes back to like why like as much as I enjoyed the first two episodes, th- there has to be a sense of urgency because there's only six episodes left, and you've taken two to get to like one of the biggest things that have been lingering over the Song of Ice and Fire yeah. for eight years. Yeah, yeah, the damn thing opened with us watching a White Walker, right. you know, and it had so this this storyline has to close somehow, yeah. and whether it be a peaceful truce where the Night King returns to the North, you know, beyond the Wall, uh-huh. I I don't know, but I get you know, I something has to finish this this off. Okay, so we shall see. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, thanks for your poll last week. The listeners chose for Platypus and I to christen our new house. Drumroll, please. The kitchen. Well, remind me never to eat at your house. Yeah. All right, so that's it for our good friend Thad. Next up is the Otter, better known as Superfan Tim. Uh, Tim writes in, hey, Pittsburgh nerds. Watching Avengers on sci-fi. Just noticed how bad the CG was at the end with Hawkeye pointing the arrow at Loki. It's like the curse of whoever is wearing iron armor. I never noticed that. What's that? Like, bad CGI with Tony and the, the Iron Man armor. Yeah. I've never noticed it being bad. Like, like we talk about like oh, the, the, oh, Hulk, oh. the Hulk Buster armor with yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and how bad the head looked, at, like um, Ruffalo's head looked in there. Um, I never noticed it. I'll have to go back and watch that. Hmm. Big battle this week. Can't wait for the Battle of Winterfell. I wonder if Ghost is going to rip throats. I hate when the wolves die, though. Well, first off, it was good to see Ghost last episode make a make a cameo appearance. Yeah, you know, just kind of remind us that you know, hey, there's a dire wolf. Yeah, <laughs> you know, where's hers? Yeah. Um. So that that was like kind of nice, but at the same time, it was kind of like. Are you reminding us that he has a dire wolf because it's going to be a part of the battle? Yeah. You know, which is great. And again, hopefully Ghost doesn't die. Yeah. Everybody's always said a ghost dies, we riot. So, <laughs> I might be taking to the streets tonight. <laughs> yeah. This podcast might be up late because I've taken to the streets to riot. Yeah. Um, of course, I'm not getting out to see Endgame this weekend. It's fine. So my mother-in-law texted me a spoiler. What the fuck is that about? She hasn't even seen any of these damn movies. I told Beaver we were getting divorced, but then she informed me at the prenup stage I have to take custody of her parents. It's just cheaper to keep her. That is rough. Like I can't imagine like somebody texting me a spoiler. Yeah. That would have just 
and Fury. Yeah. Like, I, I can't believe this happened. I'm like, what the fuck? How did you see this movie? How are you? And why are you telling me this? <laughs> hey, look, Iron Man is on now. How fun. Amanda Dude is in this movie. <clears throat> he is in the movie, and he does abide. Man, really lame right in this week. I'll be better next week. Well, we expect more from you, sir. Yeah. So step it up. And lastly, um, we get to hear from a, a, a longtime friend of the show who hasn't written us in quite some time. Okay. The Besotted Geek. Okay. Better known as Stork. Stork writes in, Hey, guys. Find myself with some free time, so I thought I'd drop a line. It's about time, free time. Child, please. You got nothing but free time. <laughs> Recording the last show tonight. That was on Monday. Finally, and just wanted to say thanks for your support over the years. We couldn't have reached the lofty heights of 17th best nerd-centric couples podcast in southwestern Pennsylvania without you. We're <laughs> glad to help. Yeah. Anyway, some show notes I made from your last episode. So Sean can watch Soul Plane and the West Wing for the 15th time, but isn't caught up on Discovery. Chad, please. That's a fair point, but, I mean, it is Soul Plane. That's a funny fucking movie. I laughed several times. I learned to pronounce Baba Yaga from playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. Just saying. Well, I'm glad you had time to do that. Yeah. Maybe if you stop playing so many damn video games, you have time to write in more often. Ooh. Didn't Sally up or come close to watching the episode 9 trailer. You're both shocked, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I am. But while I did it while watching that guy's reaction video. It's so cool seeing someone that is that actually excited about something they love. This Ashley bitch is a queen's C-word of the highest order and can fuck right the fuck off. Why is she even watching Star Wars reaction trailers in the first place? Go back to what you do best, sweetheart. Sucking politicians' cocks in exchange for interviews. Now that's how you soapbox. Mm. Wow. Maybe if you had your own podcast, you could have said that yourself. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, excuse me. No, that's funny. I, I mean, I do. I I certainly get your point. And also, what the big thing was about cargo shorts? Well, we both haven't been able to figure that out. Yeah. Um, it was a nice Vin G, Vin Diesel jab. I LOL'd. What music has moved you to tears? Well, I did say music has moved me to tears, and I mean. Like, I, look, anytime I hear Amazing Grace on a bagpipe, like, yeah. I, I only have to, like, I, I've just been to, like, places where, like, I was at a fireman's fair, there was some bagpipers that were in the parade, they were in the beer tent playing, they played Amazing Grace, I'll tell you now, it moved me to tears. Yeah. You know, um, I think in any setting, 
uh, the Ava Maria yeah. is, is, is a moving piece of music. Okay. You know, I mean, it just, it is. I mean, I, I, you know, you don't have to be at a funeral or a wedding. I mean, that, that, that's, that can be played anywhere, mm. you know, but it's a beautiful piece of music. Mm. Um, you know, uh, nowadays, anytime I hear anything off of Chicago's greatest tits, I get a little weepy eyed because that's what I lost my virginity to. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like Chicago 18, that's, you know, I'm done. <laughs> um, I have to think about that. I really haven't, you know, I mean, I'm, I, I'm sure there are just moments where you just kind of like you hear something and it takes you to a moment. Right. You know, I, that's, it's, that's, I think it's situational. Yeah. I, I, I guess the power of music, like where, like, you know, I was listening to this song and something important happened in my life and when I hear that song now, I'm I'm moved by it. Right. You know, because of where it associates. Um You know, my mom still has I to this day, she can't listen to this, anything by Steve Miller. Yeah. Be, well, because she used to sing Steve Miller's songs to my my brother Tommy. Oh, I see. And you know, I mean Tommy died before the age of 2, but you know, for her as a mother, that's heartbreaking, and so like that, those songs bring up those memories, and it's hard for her. right. Yeah, you know, so like that that that's that's the power of music that it music can take you to something else. Right. A mo- take can take transport you to a moment in time where something important happened in your life, and that song may be associated with it. Yeah, that's the power of music, and that's how it can move you to tears. Yeah, you know, so. That soapbox was more like a sermon. <laughs> Testify. Well, thank you. I, I, I tried. <laughs> People who haven't seen at least one Star Wars movie are intentionally not seeing them for some reason. Maybe they think it's cool not to. I don't know. But it's pretty damn hard to go through life without seeing one, I would think. Agreed. I, I no, I, I don't think that's it's hard. I, I think if if it doesn't interest you, like I've never seen the Notebook. Okay, <laughs> the subject matter does not interest me whatsoever. I will never watch the movie. Yeah, you know, hence it's kind of simple for me to not see this film. You know. Yeah, but Star Wars is such on a grand scale. It, it, I, I get that. You're right, but I mean, you know, it, it's one of those things where, like, if you don't it. If you're somebody who isn't in the geek sphere, there's no reason for you to see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, that seems pretty simple to me. Like, I, I get how you haven't seen it. The problem is, don't wear it like a badge of honor, like, I, I haven't seen it. Like, who cares? Like, that's, right. that's your choice. You know? You know, it's not like you're somebody special because you haven't seen a Star Wars movie or haven't seen a Marvel movie or you haven't seen, you know, an episode of Game of Thrones. Like, I, I, I can care less. I mean, that's your choice. You've made a decision. I respect that, but, like, don't go around, like... It's the same people who, like... Like, I'm an atheist. And, that's you know, like, they, they jam it down your throat. Like, who cares? I'm a vegan. Blah, 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 blah. Like, great, you know. But your other things, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all. That's the way I always look at it. It's like, you know, great, you haven't seen a Star Wars movie. Congratulations. You know, but I've seen them all. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I mean, there are people who haven't seen the Godfather movies. Yeah. You know, I've only seen the first two. I've been told to avoid the third one. I didn't care for the first two anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, you know, there are plenty of movies I can tell you I haven't seen that people absolutely love. But, you know, I haven't seen a Twilight movie. Yeah. You know, the subject matter doesn't doesn't interest me. You know, I've poked fun at it from time to time because it's easy to do. But at the same time, like, I, I still respect those people for their fandom. I've never seen a Medea movie. <laughs> you know? I don't think I have either. But, you know, to each their own. Like, I, I, it's just, it's one of those weird things, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, if somebody comes to me and is like, you know, have you, have you ever seen these movies? And I'm like, no, I haven't. You know, okay, sorry. You know, <laughs> that's that. You know, I've, I've never, here, here, here's the one that, that, would, that would, I think, strike, hit home the most. I've never watched... Sex in the City. Okay. Again, as a straight white male, why would I? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's it's clearly not my demographic, so why would I watch it? But I also don't go around, like, you know, telling women, like, you know, hey, I've never seen Sex in the City. <laughs> yeah, you know. Whatever. Stuart continues. Is Toby still around? I'd like him to re-listen to the Medea discussion and call Sean in for a refresher. I don't think I said anything racist about Medea. No. No? It's, I think I spoke nothing but the truth. That's not. I am not the target audience for a Medea movie. Right. You know, he has a target audience, and that target audience shows up, you know, it, it, in droves to see his movie. So, he's, you know... He makes money. And by the way, Toby, we we have to assume that that Toby showed up for one of Thad's quote unquote um, P and P events. And at this point, Toby is in the basement of Thad's new home in a gimp suit. <laughs> School Ties is a completely different Brendan Fraser movie than the one you were referencing. Yeah, as huge Matty Damon fans, you should know better. Well, you're you're right. You're, you're absolutely correct. And um, I, I did do the research real real quick here, and the movie that you and I were actually referencing was with honors. Yes, that's the one with Joe Pesci and Brendan Fraser. Yes, yeah. Um, <clears throat> For some reason, we, we kept referring to School Ties, which has Brendan Fraser. But yes, it also does have friend of the show, Matty Damon, and the great Ben Affleck. Yeah. And I agree. You are correct. And thank you for correcting us. Savage Steve Holland wrote and directed both Better Off Dead and One Crazy Summer. Okay. The more you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for the love of God, stop saying dribble penetrate. We were talking about Bulls 
Golden State oh, last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's true. You you know, the Bulls were a team that liked to dribble penetrate and take it to the hole. <laughs> Golden State will sit outside and hit threes all day. Yeah. And, and just for you, Stork, dribble penetrate. Mm. Mm. That's going to sound so dirty when I'm sitting in traffic. (laughs) (laughs) Peacock and I are re-watching Thrones. That's what the cool kids are calling it, right? No, the cool kids are calling it (laughs) T-O-G. Or, no, G-O-T. That's it. G-O-T. Goat. Got. Yeah. We were watching from the beginning. If we get caught up in eight weeks... Maybe I'll join the round table. Wait. Otter's going to be nitpicking every detail and going ballistic, huh? Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> ah, but we love when Otter comes on and nitpicks like that. And maybe, like the last time we had Otter on, we'll, ha- we'll have some new Sasquatch erotica to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Never know. Never know. So that's it. That's all. That's that's the mailbag. Yeah. Anything you'd like to add to the proceedings there, sir? No, I'm good. Yeah? Good. Okay. Well, remember, there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. You can send us an email like these fine folks have. And that email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. Uh, you can also um, find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very easy to find. And lastly, um, we are a member of a number of different podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network. The High Voltage, no, no, no. Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and Danger Entertainment. So just give them a Google search, and you'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, we want to thank you, the listener, for taking the time to check us out each and every week. We greatly appreciate all of your wonderful support. We do. And so on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace. Peace.